Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't you don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why well, don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. Why are you there? Why are you grabbing a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike I'm not. Yes, you and are. the Bulldog not. on WGR Sports Radio 550. I saw a stat on the Jets that I wanted to bring up. Jets at Dolphins this week. AFC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week, Zach Wilson. Let's go. The New York quarterbacks were the Players of the Week. Yes. Tommy. What Ch- were the odds? Tommy Chicken Cutlets and uh, Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson were the Players of the Week. They had to, like, you could have picked somebody else for either one of those awards, maybe. Sure, yeah. When you have a chance to... Put the Jets and the Giants quarterbacks, <laughs> right. who've been, you know, who is Tommy DeVito and Al, or Wilson rather was was done, uh, and incredibly they're both starting and winning and just weird. That stat about that other stat about uh, the New York teams in prime time over the last few years and how they have this incredibly bad record in night games. The only win in a long time was the Jets win over the Bills mm-hmm. in week one. <clears throat> but the Giants just did it. Right. That's right. Yep. Anyway, I saw from football guys, only three quarterbacks, as they get ready to face Miami this week, have thrown for more than 250 in a game against the Jets. And Allen is one of them. Allen, Hurts, and Prescott. This... I, I don't think anybody got to 300 either. Right. Yeah, for a while... Was it maybe when I, I can't remember if it was when the Bills played them the second time, but there was this this the stat going around how the only touchdown they they hadn't allowed a touchdown pass to a wide receiver since week one. Diggs caught a touchdown in week one, and whenever the I think it was around the time the Bills played them the second time, they hadn't allowed a touchdown pass to another receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's bonkers. That's right. Well, we'll see what Miami can do off their loss. I mean, what a terrible loss that Dolphin defeat to Tennessee was. Just really shocking. Not just that they lost it all, but of course with the lead like they had it. So we're waiting to hear from Steve Largent. We haven't yet. The plan was for him to give us a call at this time, and hopefully he still will. We don't have as much time as we'd like sort of set aside for this. Sal's coming up in about 15 minutes, a little more, to talk about uh, the bills and the injuries and everything. Looking forward to, uh, to Sunday. You and I have both looked up Steve Largent's uh, bio. We're ready. We're ready. Yes, yes. He was one of my favorites. I was planning to tell him, for now I'll just tell you, 
you've said many times about Bob Chandler mm-hmm. and how when you're playing football in the yard or anything or on the street, you know, getting two feet down, toe tapping at the right. curb or whatever. Yep. You're doing Bob Chandler. Yeah, we would we would stand there with our feet at the curb and fall catch the ball falling into the grass between the curb and the sidewalk. Like that was the chan the chan play was what we called it. Just running out and fall into the grass. For me, that would have been Steve Largent yeah. uh, doing that because I was into Seattle growing up. Bills too, but Seahawks were kind of my team. And um, this was, he was the man, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, Zorn sure. and Dave Craig. Yeah. So I was going to mention you know, to you and to him, like he's m- my version of Bob yeah, Chandler. Yeah, right, right. And Chandler's a little before my time. Like Chandler was a Raider. When I started oh, watching okay. sure. the Bills, yeah, the '80 Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's in that game. So, you know, guys from your past that uh, you remember doing amazing things. Seahawks had a playoff win in the Orange Bowl when the Bills like could never win in the Orange Bowl, and Seattle went there and beat them in an upset. When I think Marino's rookie year, that same year, the Bills won there that year too. Okay, against Marino's first start was a Bills win at the Orange Bowl after, back I think when, it was 17 years. Back when they, the Seahawks were in the AFC. The Seahawks were in the AFC. So the show over sounded older. And Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, they started in the NFC for one year. Really? And Tampa was in the AFC. I don't remember that at all. Their first years as expansion team, 76. Okay. One year in their respective conferences, and then the next year they flipped. Huh. It must have been. I'm assuming that was geographically motivated. I don't know. Maybe AFC West. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, the NFC Central. That's where Tampa ended up. NFC Central. That's not very central. No, no, not really. But although at least it's Dallas. on the it's on the west coast of Florida. At least. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you you that have going, that. You got that going for him, I guess. How do you feel about Austin Eckler tonight? Uh, Maybe you haven't given it a lot of thought. I no. I honestly no. I have not. I did. I did have to. I. I had no idea Keenan Allen was hurt out. Um, so I, I, cause I, I, I don't know if I saw something alluding to that and went looking for the lineup because he's, you know, he's, he's been kind of a horse for the old Tunsil's gas mask. So I, I did have to spend a little time, you know, moving stuff around. Uh, but yeah, I haven't thought a lot about. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got a, my usual parlay action, and I, I think there's an Eckler and a Jacobs touchdown in the under. Is what I'm on, and and somebody... I think Jacobs is out. No, I think he's expected to miss. Oh, thank yeah. you for telling me that. What happens when that happens? I think if I think you get it back. A guy doesn't play. They the if if it, I'll go look and see if I can even cancel it or you know buy you know take the cash out right now for what I put in, um, which is the usual thousand dollars, which is what I put in all my bets. Uh, yes, of course. But um, if it just stands, they will just usually void it. So like, like take that out of the parlay mix and like give you the rest of it. So if it was a four leg thing, that just void that part of it. Mm-hmm. Your odds go down, but you still get the bet if if you don't you know get out of it. I haven't seen it official. Okay, on Jacobs like it is on Keenan Allen. Yeah, I did not know that, but All he's right. hurt. Zamir White might be. They have Amir Abdullah, and they have Zamir White who played ahead of James Cook at Georgia. Would okay. be. At least get some work tonight. Maybe they'd split it. I don't know. I haven't heard yep. anybody say what they think. Like that they know, they know what the right. Raiders are going to do. But yeah, I mean, Chargers did it again this year with just mm-hmm. these stupid losses and 
Staley always being criticized for one thing or another. Then Justin Herbert goes down last week, so you know he's he's under contract. They they paid him, Herbert, and that may, that's fine. You know that sure. was probably the right call, but they got off of a team off a season where they got in last year and then a horrendous playoffs playoff loss anyway in Jacksonville last year. What a lost season for for that team. But it's a really tough place to be after you've played after you've paid the quarterback that contract. I mean, it happens. I mean, no, nothing's permanent. Um, and, you know, there's been plenty of discussion here uh, about McDermott's future. Uh, but, you know, we're already a few years into Allen graduating to the contract. I mean, it, you know, he got it two summers ago already. Uh, Herbert just got the money, and they look like they're going to start over. And that's tough. I mean, you, you can, you know, probably rehabilitate in a hurry uh, because you've got the quarterback in place. I mean, they're probably going to need to pay some attention to the receiving core because it's aging and injured. I mean, Allen and, and Mike Williams and whatnot. So they have to do some do some work there. But um, I would expect they're going to have they're going to hire a new coach there when this season ends. I would think so. All right. Well, we were unsuccessful in bringing you uh, Steve Larger. We'll try to do that on a different day. The uh, <laughs> The office is is buzzing. I went out there during the break, you know, 10 minutes ago or so, and walked back in and saw our boss and said, there's almost a disconcerting number of people out there. <laughs> it's just like, it's not been... I, I don't know. Like, it's not been that many people here in four years, maybe. This party is always sort of the same thing. It's here... Clients come in, they like to look at us, I guess, through the windows and see <laughs> see the radio stations at work. So this party's always held here, and, you know, I, I've been to 15 of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. So have mm-hmm. you. But I do not remember, I told you the other day, like, the work that I'm seeing be put in to this, uh, this party is uh, at a higher level than I've ever seen before. Well, I think that might be largely because it hasn't happened since... 2019, I, I think, right? We haven't had this since the pandemic broke, right? I'm pretty sure. So We have only a few minutes, but let's bring on our guest, Steve Largent. It's a thrill to do that. Steve Largent with us here on the West Her Hotline. Mike and Chris here. Steve, thanks for fitting us in. Hey, Mike and Chris. Sorry I uh, missed my time. I was told 4 o'clock and it was 3 o'clock. Oh, 4 o'clock our time. I- that happens to me. That happens to me. Yeah. That's good. Sorry about that. That's all right. We want to give you a chance to talk about the, uh, the the cause that you're involved in here, too. I know the Pork Rind Appreciation Day is a part of it. We've had other former NFL greats join us over the years, Billy Johnson uh, being one to talk about gridiron greats and more. So why don't we just sort of ask you, if you would, Steve, to we'll give you the floor so you can do that. Well, the gridiron greats was formed by uh, Mike Ditka, uh, when he was coaching for the uh, uh, Chicago Bears, and uh, just really a great cause. He he's really was he saw how many players uh, really in the later years that didn't have money for uh, medical supplies or or checkups or things like that, and uh, he he started this uh, effort to help fund these guys that really didn't didn't make a lot of money in the NFL. I mean, I think the average salary. Uh, when I came into the league in 1976, uh, for rookies was like $23,000 or something. So it wasn't a lot of money, and, and a lot of guys uh, played their entire career and never made $100,000. So uh, we're trying to you know, start this effort. I'm trying to help Mike Ditka uh, in this effort to uh, raise some money for guys just to get 
their health checked, uh, to have different you know, surgeries if they need them. And uh, these guys have really taken a lot of punishment, and, and uh, it shows now. And so we're just trying to, to help them. And, and this is something that nobody else had ever thought of uh, until Mike Ditka started this effort of uh, the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. Reminds me of talking to Joe DeLano there. I was there just, just going to tell Steve, we used to be very tight with, with Joe D. Um, he did a regular thing on our show, and, and Joe was very prominent in, in this movement as well, Steve. And I, I wonder, like, we've lost touch with Joe over the years, um, and thus maybe I guess I would say I'm guilty of losing touch with the cause because of it. I, I wonder, like, how much progress has been made and whether or not you feel like this gets the attention that it deserves. Well, probably doesn't get the attention that it deserves because most people think, oh, you're an NFL player. You made hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars or whatever. Uh, but they really forget that the guys that played in the 50s and 60s and uh, early 70s, they didn't make a lot of money. Uh, and, and so when you bring that to light, then they go, oh, okay, I understand. I get it. Uh, and so that, and that's really the, the you know, I, I would tell you that I believe that at some point in time in the not-too-distant future that Mike Ditka won't need to do this anymore because players, even players that, uh, you know, perform for a year or two in the league now make so much money that they're not going to need help. Uh, but I'm talking about the guys, and, and, this, and Mike's effort is focused on the guys uh, that didn't play in this era and uh, didn't make a lot of money. Uh, and, and, so, and they're the guys that uh, are really hurting and are really – uh, addressed in the effort that Mike makes with the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. With Steve Largent, we would hear about players from those days, Steve, talking about their their uh, summer jobs or their spring and summer jobs, what they would do. Did you, ha- did, did you have a job that you had while you were playing for the Seahawks? I did. I was a biology major at the University of Tulsa, graduated with a degree in biology, and I worked in the uh, crime lab of the police department. And so I did that for about two or three years uh, here in Tulsa before I uh, uh, retired from the NFL. And uh, it was really exciting work and fun work. But, uh, you know, I I was I was, you know, my mindset was, hey, this money's not going to last forever. You got to have a job. So you better go you know, try to uh, market your your talents uh, in this other career. Uh, so that, uh, you know, you can afford to feed your kids. With Steve Largent, one interesting fact, a fact about your career reminds me and us of our friend Steve Tasker, who is part of our team here in, in Buffalo Radio, and, of course, Steve had a tremendous pro career himself. You were both cast off, if I, if I may, by the Oilers. Steve, Steve Tasker was with the Oilers when Jerry Glanville was their coach and was eventually sent here. And um, you have a similar experience before before Glanville, had, both Bum uh, Phillips. Yeah, I had Bum Phillips for my head coach. Uh, Bum was in his second year, my first year in the league, and I went down to training camp. And Bum's uh, mantra was that you know he wa- he wasn't going to kill his players in training camp. He was going to keep them healthy and then let them go uh, in the regular season. And so, uh, but the training camp for a guy coming in as a as a rookie is really important. And these are all things that I know now that I didn't have a clue of <laughs> when I was uh, first playing. But uh, so I, I, there, there really wasn't uh, in Bum's uh, field, there, there was not a lot of uh, hitting. 
going on in, in, in uh, the practice, you know, practice times, and uh, there wasn't a lot of learning either going on. And uh, so I, 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 he, he called me into his office after six weeks of training camp and said, look, Steve, we want to give you a chance with somebody else. Uh, you're not going to make it with this team, uh, so we're going to let you go and see, see if anybody else would like to have your services, but we don't. And so, boy, when he, when he just when he told me they didn't need my services, everything else he told me was blah 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 blah. Because <laughs> it was just like, what? You're kidding? I, I was I was a fourth round draft choice. I was the second player taken in the draft for the Oilers that year. They had a second round and they had a fourth round, and I was the fourth round. And so, uh, but he he you know really, uh, Bum Phillips did me a favor uh, by letting me go because. Uh, I I I was I did not play play well during uh, training camp, and uh, he let me go, and I ended up getting going to the Seahawks, who were their first year of the franchise. But most importantly, they had signed the coach that I had for three years at the University of Tulsa, Jerry Rome, and so Jerry was the quarterback receiver coach. He did both, and uh, he sent me up there, and, and Jerry had installed. Every pass play that we had at the University of Tulsa for three years, he had installed that in the Seahawks playbook. So, oh, wow. you know, when they said line up, you know, split right 79, I knew where to line up, where to cut, where the quarterback was supposed to throw the ball. And uh, so it was, a, it was a natural fit for me. And uh, so that was really a blessing and, and uh, uh, a, a privilege to play in Seattle. One of two Hall of Famers drafted in that round, Harry Carson uh, being the other in 76. Steve, before you go, pass the pigskin. Pork rind appreciation day. We're all sort of amazed that there is a pork rind appreciation day for a good cause here, and maybe the listeners can win some money. What can you tell us about the contest? Yeah, well, I'm a little amazed at this too, but uh, the pork rind appreciation day is on the same day as the Super Bowl, and uh, they have $5,000 they're going to give to somebody worthy enough uh, to win it, and, and to be honest with you, I don't even know what you have to do to win it. Okay. Uh, but uh, they have the Pork Rind Appreciation Day. It occurs on the same day as the Super Bowl. Uh, every year for the last 15 years, uh, they've been doing it. But uh, that people can go to porkrindappreciationday.com and go to the website and see how you enter in uh, to the contest uh, and, and have the ability to win $5,000. And they have a lot of other prizes and uh, things to give away uh, that they'll do that. And uh, so it, it'll be exciting. Very good. Well, I wish we had more time. I was, a, as a kid, a big Zorn Largent Seahawks fan growing up. And talk about about oh, the game. You. Yeah, you're welcome. And about the game a little more, but uh, we're out of time. And, of course, your post-football career, which is which is uh, well-known. Um, thanks. Well, let's, get, let's, let's make another time, and, and we'll talk again. That, would sound, that sounds great to us. Thank you, Steve. All right. Thank you, guys. Steve Largent. With us, porkrindappreciationday.com. Got it. Yeah, you, you can remember that. You don't even write, have to write that down. No, right? do it's, easy, it's easy. Porkrindappreciationday.com. That's, that's it. Done. Right. See, one time. Got it. Glad we were able to make that work. Sal Capaccio coming up next. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.